Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today is another Elul story. It may not have happened in the month of Elul, but it's a very important lesson for the month of Elul. Once upon a time, there was a family who lived near a big lake. And they had a boat, and they would go out in the boat sometimes in the lake. During the winter, they would pull the boat out of the water before the winter, actually. So that during the winter, it would be up on the land, not being used. And in the spring, when the ice melted and it became warmer, they would slide the boat back out into the lake and they would use it during the warm weather. It so happened that one year, when the weather became warm, they slid the water back, the boat back into the lake. It was actually the children that did it. The children were big enough to take the boat out by themselves. They were not such big children, but they knew how to take the boat out. And they knew it was warmer. And so they took the boat out into the lake. The father knew that they had taken the boat out. And he knew that they knew what they were doing. But then all of a sudden, when they were way out in the middle of the lake, the father suddenly remembered, oh no, I forgot that at the end of last season, I had discovered a hole in the bottom of the boat. And it was never fixed. That boat could sink any minute. He ran down to the shore of the lake. He didn't have another boat. He just had the one boat. And so he couldn't go out in a boat to get them. And he was waving and screaming to them, come back, come back. But it was a big lake and they were already very far out. And they didn't really understand what he was saying. They couldn't really tell that he was very, very upset. And he was jumping up and down and waving his hands and yelling, come back, come back, there's a hole in the boat. Couldn't hear, they couldn't hear. Why was he so excited? What's the problem? But after a while, they decided, okay, we'll go back. Looks like our Abba is upset about something. They rode back, and they got all the way to the shore. And nothing happened. When they got out of the boat, the father ran over to them and hugged them and kissed them. Oh, what a miracle, he said. Oh, what a miracle. You were saved from the boat sinking. There was a hole in the boat. Look. They took the boat out of the water. They turned it over so they could see the bottom. And sure enough, there was a patch. There was a patch made of wood, which is how you repair a hole in the bottom of a wooden boat. You take certain pieces of wood and you patch over the hole. There's some other details of how to do it. I don't know exactly to keep water from leaking. But that's what they saw, that someone had patched the boat. Someone had patched the boat and then painted it very, very nicely. The father thought, wait a minute, who did this? Ah, I think I know, he said. I asked Label the carpenter. 
to fix the hole in the bottom of the boat. I'm sorry. I asked Label the carpenter to paint the boat, and he must have seen that there was a hole there, and he just fixed the hole without even telling me. And then he painted the boat. Oh, Baruch Hashem, Label the carpenter actually saved your life. So he ran as fast as he could to Label's house. He said, Label, Label. He hugged him and kissed him. Thank you so much for saving my children. Label said, what? I didn't save your children. What do you mean? What did I do? Yes, yes, the father said. Because you remember last year when I told you that I wanted you to paint the boat? Yes, said Label. Well, I had forgotten that there was a hole in the bottom of the boat. And just now the children took the boat out and I thought that it still had a hole. And Baruch Hashem, they got back alive. The boat didn't sink. And when we looked at the bottom of the boat, we saw that somebody had patched it. Oh, yes, a label. Sure, no big deal. I was painting the boat like you asked me. I saw there was a hole. So I patched it. I don't know what's the big deal. Of course, anybody would do the same thing. I patched and then I painted over it. Yes, but you saved my children's life, the father said. Instead of paying you $100 for painting the boat, I want to pay you $10,000 for saving my children by patching the boat and saving my children. So we see from this story something most amazing. Sometimes we could do a tiny little good deed and it could end up being so big. Just like someone can do a tiny wrong thing and they think it's very tiny, but in Hashem's eyes it might be very big, might matter a lot. The same thing is on the other side that we can do something which seems to us very small, but Hashem considers it very, very big. And that's what happened in this story. The carpenter thought nothing of fixing the hole, so what? But it turns out that it actually saved lives. The same thing with us, that when we have a chance to do a mitzvah, it might seem like a very small mitzvah to us. Let's say, for example, looking in the cinder to say Barnafashos. As I myself saw that the, the Rebbe, whenever he would say Abrahi, would always look in the Siddur. And once I even saw that he was saying the Bracha Barnefashos. So I saw that he had eaten something that needed Barnefashos at a Fabrangan in front of the thousands of Hasidim. And all he had to say was Barnefashos. He hadn't eaten Mazonos at that time, he hadn't drank. Uh, wine at that time because it was Arab Pesach in the afternoon and therefore he only had some something to drink not sure what it was maybe it was water and a banana for that you only need to say Burnafashos and yet the Rebbe opened his sitter like every time he found the place and he said Burnafashos look in the sitter that might seem to us such a small mitzvah. I know Bernafas is my heart already. But maybe that's a mitzvah that, care, that Hashem cares very, very much about, to look inside the Siddur. Not a mitzvah, it's a halacha. But it's 
so to speak, a mitzvah, meaning it's something which the Torah tells us to do, not one of the 613 mitzvahs, but it's a mitzvah activity to open the siddur, to look at the siddur, to say the words, the rest of the bracha. So who knows how great that mitzvah might be? And as the Rambam says very clearly, that the world is like on a balance between good and bad. And if a person even has one good deed that they do, or even one good word that they say, or even one good thought that they think, this can tip the entire scale to bring the gula. And therefore, we should have this in mind. It's now in the month of El. Now is the time to come close to Hashem. Hashem is like a melech basada, like a king in the field, very close to us. Very easy to approach him. It's a time to take advantage of the the 13 attributes of mercy, which are shining now and revealed. Hashem wants us to turn to him now, to do an extra mitzvah, to learn some extra Torah, to daven extra, extra tehillim, perhaps give extra tzedakah, do extra teshuva, do something extra for the gula, all of which are hinted at in the letters of the word Elul. And in this way, maybe the very next good deed that one of us does, including you, or even the next good word, or even the next good thought, can be what tips the scale and brings the Mashiach. May it happen immediately. And thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more. And thank you for all of the Torah and mitzvahs that you do especially that you're trying extra to do more Torah mitzvahs, learn more about Mashiach and Geula, learn more Gemara and more Mishnah, more Chomish and more Shulchan Aruch. Do all kinds of acts of goodness and kindness to bring Mashiach quicker. May it happen immediately. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more. <laughs>